0: Hi Adam. Hi how. So, you finished Caleb Gallo. That's so exciting. I
1: did not predict anything about episode 5. <laughs> What did you
0: think was Not a happen? single thing.
1: Okay. Um, I assumed that Caleb and Benicio, like the fool I am, were gonna have an honest conversation where they realized they were very incompatible for several very important reasons. They were going to break up forever
2: and then still get married to defraud the u.s government
0: Mm -hmm.
1: no no honestly i thought Benicio was gonna like go back to england i did think that was gonna happen as well Mm. and goodbye to him he would find someone better and genuinely be much more happy that's what Mm. i thought was gonna happen with him imagine my surprise how wrong you are (laughs) yeah and how angry i am about it
2: about you and your boring little lives i'm looking forward to this buddy in a very bi way
0: um love and grad school i'm here and i love you hi everybody welcome to okay but is it gay season 2.5 the gay and wondrous podcast of caleb gallo You've heard the voices of and Z. We're talking about Hello. Caleb Gallo.
2: Yeah, episode 5, 22 sexy, sexy minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the longest one, right?
2: Yeah, it's the longest one.
0: It's very plot heavy. I thought that last episode was also plot heavy.
2: Yes, because Benicio shows up.
0: Because Benicio is there. Benicio brings with him the story. I mentioned
2: in the last episode that like, right the genre this is going for is like sketch slash improv uh show like loosely held together by plot mm-hmm. and like at the beginning of the show that slider is pushed way towards sketch comedy mm-hmm. and as it goes along it gets pushed further and further towards plot
1: like they remembered they were actually making a show and there should be something happening
0: <laughs> yeah
2: Last last episode had like like a plot b plot
0: structure. Mm-hmm. The b plot was much more interesting than the a plot, except for the dress.
2: As uh, see the the thing about the dress is that's when the a and the b plots come together. True. So I consider it part of the b plot. Mm. But yeah,
0: we open on we, a montage.
2: But before we open on a montage, oh, yes, we do... Yes.
0: There is a content warning. There is a slur in this episode for no reason.
2: For no reason, as with uh, when I was on for uh, Fourth Man Out, upon a like repeated, much you know closer rewatching of a piece of media from 2016, mm-hmm. uh, I have discovered in the in a scene. <laughs> With panicked crosstalk uh, that a character uses a slur.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a one of those, what am I saying? It's a, a remix of the R word. You can figure out what, what it is. Protect yourself. Uh, So in addition to our blanket season 2.5 content warning about microaggressions and sexual content, there is also an ableist slur in this episode. We're not going to say it in the podcast. We might talk about it. Stay safe.
2: (laughs) And then we start with our sexy montage.
0: Jogging, sleeping, meditating, taking a bath. All things that people should be doing
1: wait
2: is all things that are inherently sexual
0: wait 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 is benicio (laughs) taking a bath i just thought he was
2: sitting in
1: the bathtub being depressed (laughs) that's the same
2: thing yeah that's so that's that's what's so like and and well i guess we'll get into this more as we get further into the episode but the the establishing shot of benicio is like very like Sitting in the bathtub while the shower runs, like, being depressed. Mm -hmm. Except they're not actually running the shower because it would mess up his hair. Mm -hmm. And then, like, immediately in his, like, next appearance, there is no indication that he is, like, unhappy. Like, it just immediately, like, jumps from sitting in the shower depression mode to, like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, except for plotline that's happening. <laughs>
1: like... I was interpreting him being sad in the bathtub as him being sad about he and Kayla potentially opening up their relationship which makes the next scene even worse in my opinion. I don't yes. know. I could be misreading that also. but No,
0: I think that you're like spot on. Okay. He's Great. having mixed feelings about like, this commitment that he's made.
1: What a great time to get married then, am I right?
0: <laughs> because there is a yeah. letter from the consulate. Freckle, don't open people's mail. That's yeah, federal Freckle offense. committing crimes. And it's probably, like, a double federal offense, like an international crime, if it's from the consulate. <laughs> yeah, so... So the things that happened before the consulate letter. Karen doesn't want to have sex with Billy anymore and then gets mad when he gets out of her bed and tries to leave. Should
1: yeah, be like so much whiplash in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
1: like
2: that's what's going like the the B plot here is that Karen and Billy's whole shit gets cranked to 11.
0: Mhm. Billy also has whiplash.
2: I did think that this was like a nice callback to like uh the very first time we see Karen where she's like dealing with her one night stands boner (laughs) yeah (laughs) with that same bedspread that from target i had in college
0: uh Lynn and freckle are meditating she's helping him calm down about his big audition for star wars she's like i will get this part they're doing some affirmations i will get this part I will marry Freckle and she like <laughs> goes to <laughs> repeat her and he's, and he's like I will marry what uh, sneaky sneaky sneaky
2: yeah the mail arrives and Freckle says oh the mail's here I'll get it and then like Lynn doesn't move to go get the mail and she's like fine i'll go get it
1: (laughs) mood honestly
2: yeah and and benicio has a uh uh, i can't remember what they're called i want to say like bag and baggage but that's redundant but this is this is like an actual thing it's like Mm -hmm. you, you get a letter from the consulate that's like hey you have you have two weeks to like leave the country or else like you will be like forcibly deported
0: Mm -hmm. and in opening this letter freckle has probably done an international crime
2: yeah Uh, i don't think it would be international because it would be from the u.s consulate wouldn't
0: Mm -hmm. it maybe i don't know
2: regardless uh this prompts freckle to call caleb and start the plot yeah (laughs) and so freckle tells caleb Benicio got a letter. He has two weeks to leave the country unless he has some other way to plead his case. That other way to plead his case turns out to be uh, Caleb proposing to to Benicio. (laughs) He busts back into his apartment while Benicio is being sad in the bathtub Mm -hmm. and says, will you marry me?
0: meanwhile karen is so mad that sex with billy is enjoyable she's so upset at one point
2: is like stop we have to we're never gonna have sex again uh and then she slaps him and then he starts sucking her finger and she says this isn't sexy and she's right except that she clearly (laughs) thinks it is sexy
0: but she has a romantic guy coming into town and so yeah. billy has to get lost and he has a yeah. breakdown about it
2: we learned that malcolm is coming to town
0: malcolm
2: oh boy do i love malcolm
0: <laughs> of course you do <laughs> uh yeah
2: we then cut back to caleb and benicio um and I don't have anything written down for this scene. Uh so I don't remember what happens. The
0: thing that I have than, written down. Uh
2: the only legitimate reason to get married is to defraud the US government.
0: <laughs> the thing that I have written down is Caleb, don't propose to Benicio. You didn't even tell him about the polyamorous affair you had. I just wrote, Don't do that.
1: <laughs> That's just what I wrote. It all counts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my notes. <laughs>
0: And then we hard cut to backyard wedding time.
1: Why is Karen wearing white?
0: Why is Karen wearing white? I thought it was more of a it, cream. It's like it's like an off white. It's like a pearl. Is pearl not white?
1: Wait, that's a I real mean, question. I don't know what colors. <laughs>
0: are. I
2: think like I like I think don't wear white at a wedding is like do not wear the same color dress that the bride is wearing. Because mm-hmm. like, if there are brides who choose not to get married in white and they wear like a stunning like gorgeous red or lavender gown or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you are just gotta not match them.
0: If I got married in a pearl dress, my mom would think that I was a whore and that is why it's not a white dress. Okay.
1: Pearl color. Google, please help me because I'm just picturing white right now. Well,
2: no. Pearl is like a little bit creamier
0: yeah mm,
1: there's like a
2: okay. little more yellow in it
0: mm-hmm. although okay. i am looking at the dress now and this is just a white dress
1: yeah Ken's i dress. Yeah, I look the picture to me it does just look white she's matching like when she's in the bathroom she's
0: matching the color white of the towel mm. That towel's just white and the chairs outside. Yeah, she is wearing the, a white dress to this wedding. Karen wanted to do that. Because
2: Karen is a disaster. She's at <laughs> she's at disaster level 500, <laughs> as is everyone in this episode. <laughs> every every named character that we've seen before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I hate um, Caleb's outfit. I'm just going to say that. I don't normally care about outfits that much, but I did hate Caleb's.
2: Before we get to that, though... Uh, I do think it is important to uh, flag up like this little scene with Karen mm-hmm. because she is harassing Jeff, the wedding videographer. Yeah, who's <laughs> filming
0: is, the whole what? thing on his iPhone.
2: Yes, who is played by Matthew Lynn, the director of photography <laughs> oh. for this series.
0: That's, oh, that's hilarious. That's
1: great. I love that. Yeah, they just,
2: I assume that that what this is supposed to communicate to us is that They recorded this whole thing on, like, an iPhone. uh, (laughs) And, like...
0: And it worked out great. Yeah,
2: and it worked out great, except for episode four.
0: (laughs) It worked out perfectly
1: okay, is what I would say.
0: Yeah, every named character is here. The advisors are here. Mike Wake. They, like, are stepping into... The like wedding area and are having trouble with the stairs and Mike Wake like, is holding on to both of their hands because they're in heels and they're like t- tottering over uh, and like <laughs> making remarks about the grass and shit.
2: We also meet uh, breakout star character of the series, uh, cousin Marlon, <laughs> who is this absolutely random guy who is not introduced. Mm-hmm. We do not get his name. We have no indication who this is. Mm -hmm. He's just having a conversation with Freckle. (laughs) And he is probably the most average looking man I've ever encountered.
0: He's Catholic.
2: (laughs) Wow. This is true.
0: He says the thing.
2: He's actually a Scientologist. (laughs) Because like he, so Freckle is officiating this wedding.
0: Yes. And And so she says, I'm the priest. And Marlon and is like, but only men can be priests.
2: Freckle says, easy L. Ron Hubbard, founder of Scientology. At which point he says, Peace be with you. So presumably Cousin Marlon is is a Scientologist.
0: I think they she he's correcting her. He's like, No, I'm not a Scientologist. I'm Catholic.
2: Interesting.
0: Adam, what do you think? I mean, I don't know what Scientologists say to each other. <laughs>
1: Like maybe they also say some version of this. I don't know what they do.
0: Surely they did not just steal that.
1: I don't know. They Scientologists do weird shit, so I wouldn't put that past them.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, but then the then the advisors arrive. Mike Wake helps them into the yard and says, I'm going to split off and just disappears for a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't know where he went or what he did. We do not.
2: <laughs> Karen is then explaining who Mike Wake is. To Malcolm, and also to the audience in case we forgot. Mm -hmm. But these subtitles have it as Mike Wink, which I think is very funny.
0: (laughs) Malcolm is here. The thing that I have written about Malcolm is why the fuck are these man's eyes so blue? Why are they so blue? They're so blue. I I understand having blue eyes. I know (laughs) that that is a thing. I understand.
2: Conceptually... People do have eyes and sometimes they are blue.
0: Yes. But in this particular instance,
1: why are they so blue? Um, I wrote down good for Karen.
2: <laughs> That's so <not> here's <laughs> the thing. Not good for Karen. Mm. So here's my interpretation of Malcolm.
0: He's a visual artist.
2: <laughs> Karen is explaining who Mike Wake is to Malcolm. Yes. And then Billy walks up. Yes. Cousin Marlon is texting in the background
0: in shorts in informal suit shorts mm-hmm.
2: the absolute drip on this man
0: <laughs> this is an item of clothing that surely is meant for young boys no uh
2: like i think pharrell wore a suit with shorts to like a music award a couple years back and caused like not quite a bit of controversy at all <laughs> I mean, also, it's, like, L.A. in presumably the summer, so it's probably, like, a million degrees. Mm. I, famous shorts hater, (laughs) will allow the shorts. (laughs) Billy shows up, clearly (laughs) drunk. Karen starts to introduce Malcolm. The way they explain it is that, like, Karen and Malcolm were together in... New York, in New York, Mm -hmm. and specifically, they he says that they had a like intoxicating, captivating whirlwind romance.
0: Yeah, it was torrid.
2: Which is, which is what she has with Billy. And then she had to move to L.A. for uh, pilot season, uh, presumably. Or no, she booked one. She booked a pilot Mm -hmm. and has been in L.A. since. And they kind of put the relationship on pause and she invited Malcolm out to be her date for the wedding to make... Billy jealous (laughs) but yeah uh Malcolm Malcolm is a is a former Billy he is also uh like repeated gag he is a visual artist Mm -hmm. everyone's just like oh you look like a fashion model (laughs) and like he does he has like a shovel for a jaw and like a perfectly sized forehead
0: extremely blue eyes
2: eyes that are a color blue that does not like exist in nature
0: yeah what the fuck you know, yeah,
2: and like he wears his suit like a fashion model. He does not wear his suit like a normal person.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: his tie is like extremely perfectly tied. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a repeated visual like and script gag that like people keep going like, oh, you're a visual artist. I could have sworn you would be a fashion model. But also, like every time it cuts to him, it is like it cuts to him in like perfect headshot framing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is like doing model face.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It is phenomenal.
0: Then we move to Caleb doing yoga in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, yoga or maybe just dancing mm-hmm. or.
0: He's psyching something. himself up. Autumn, you hate this outfit. Yeah, I think mostly the shoes just
1: angered me for literally no reason. I have no real reason to hate the outfit because I don't know anything about fashion.
0: Skinny jeans, dress shirt, suit jacket. That that's his wedding look. Does he not have anything nicer?
2: Importantly, he does not actually wear the skinny jeans to the altar.
0: Oh he that's true. This is true. I-
2: I flagged this up as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, Yes,
0: he's wearing white pants. He's yeah. wearing he's wearing white pants, oh. dark jacket like a douchebag. Okay. Uh,
2: on a similar note, uh, cousin Marlin is wearing bluish purple socks <laughs> with his black dress shorts, black dress shoes. So many crying. And oh perfect. So good. <laughs> Ab- get...
0: absolute
2: show stealer cousin Marlon.
0: <laughs> we get karen introducing or at least like reintroducing caleb and and malcolm i've forgotten his name already
2: uh yeah malcolm she yes. um he like has heard of malcolm but they have not uh yes. met before i think this scene is great it's terrible uh (laughs) clearly matthew lynn is like standing in the bathtub for some of these shots Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal but yeah we have these two sort of parallel scenes where like karen is talking caleb through his pre-wedding jitters and billy is talking benicio through his pre-wedding jitters
0: Mm -hmm. and very clearly considering doing the thing that he does later in the episode After the wedding. Listen, if you are going to tell someone who is getting married that the person that they are getting married to cheated on them with you, you gotta do it before the fucking wedding. Otherwise, shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. What are you doing? Benicio is painting his nails, uh, he's painting his nails pink. And he has this very lovely bit of dialogue about how it doesn't feel like rebellion- to him to as a man paint his nails pink he just likes pink and it makes him feel good and so he wants to do it
1: I did love that moment I was confused why they were being painted presumably directly before the wedding (laughs) that felt like a bad choice but I did love what he was saying (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. yeah I literally like I paint my nails and then I immediately go wash the dishes because the nail polish on my fingernail will stay on, but all of the like nail polish that's all over my nail beds and shit, mm-hmm. all the all the ugly crap
0: <laughs> uh, will
2: get will get washed off as I'm doing the dishes. <laughs> that's very practical. But yeah, I really actually hate this scene. Okay, it's very weird to me that Benicio has such a like fully formed like self conception and fully formed like sense of gender identity and like relationship to queerness and stuff um because he says some shit at like different points in the episode that just like don't really mesh with that Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be better if this weren't the scene Mm. or maybe if they just like changed his dialogue a bit but it's like it just, it just feels really out of place.
1: It does. That's true.
2: And I feel like, I feel like he, even if he's still like painting his nails, he could just be like, yeah, like I like it and it, it, it centers me without all of this stuff about like, no, it does not need to be a rebellion against stereotypes of gender, etc.
0: Like, that bit is also, like, completely unprompted. He just starts talking about rebellion. It's not like Billy is like, ooh, painting your nails is a guy. That's, like, rebellious and cool. And, it's, and then Benicio goes, no, I don't think that. It's just completely unprompted. He has his, like, tiny mini monologue about gender.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird that, like, this man has such a fully formed self-conception.
0: And is also dating Caleb Gallo.
2: And is also dating Caleb Gallo. And also like later on, he says that hippie dippy mindset is really problematic, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel like someone who has a conce- like, conception of gender that involves, I as a man can paint my nails without it being an act of rebellion against the gender hierarchy, hegemony, etc.
0: Yeah, this, Those- this show is full of moments that are really good in a vacuum. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Anyway, uh, then we then we cut to Malcolm meeting Caleb's parents.
0: Malcolm is not a fashion model, but Caleb's mom is a doctor and she's
1: conservative. What does that mean? She's conservative. <laughs> like what did these two things mean together?
2: I had misremembered <laughs> this line uh, mm. as her saying, you know, we're Caleb's parents. Malcolm saying, oh, you must be very proud and her saying, Ah, uh, well, we're conservative, or we're supportive, but conservative, which is a much funnier line.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, alas, that is not the line, that is not the line we get.
0: You remember this show being better than it is. Yeah, also,
2: like, it's very interesting that she says we're conserv I'm a doctor, but conservative, because her husband is literally a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not I'm not talking about like the actor or anything uh by the way these are both like members of like the real actors club uh mm. the mom has been on like it has had a bit part in like every tv show ever the dad has uh he was on uh how to get away with murder fairly recently as a judge he was on uh he was on S- in sleeping with the enemy the movie Yeah, they also have names. They're credited by their names, not by, like, Caleb's mom and Caleb's dad.
0: Amazing. Interesting.
2: But yeah, they have this, another iteration of oh you're a visual artist I assumed you would be a fashion model
0: <laughs> uh, then we get tatiana being flower person as she walks down the aisle with her titties out
2: with her t- with her titties out and uh, a single sunflower mm-hmm. off of which she is ripping petals <laughs> to strew about about the 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 wedding venue
0: real last minute wedding vibes yeah it
2: is it is. As it so often is with Tatiana, it is like a fact of like, like the joke is told through the camera work. Mm -hmm. Like we are behind her, we see her like tossing petals and then like she kind of changes the way she's holding the flower so that even though we're still behind her, we can see that she is just ripping petals off of the sunflower. And then we cut to the other side of her and we see that her titties are fully out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love a good censor bar.
2: Yeah, uh, and I I mean, then we get right the Benicio reveal. He's wearing this like very 80s wedding dress. Mm -hmm.
0: This is fully Ariel and Little Mermaid.
1: I want to know where the dress came from. Where did it come from? It just appeared.
2: (laughs) Look, they're all actors. They probably know at least one person who had to buy a wedding dress for a role or something. Mm -hmm.
0: He looks very nice. He's got pink lipstick on. He's got a nice bouquet.
2: We uh, see Tatiana fully blurred out yet again, throwing (laughs) flowers at him. (laughs) And like, I don't know. It's like a very sweet moment, like seeing Caleb and Benicio like actually like oh yeah these are two people who love each other mm-hmm. and then we see that Freckle is seeing.
0: <laughs> Freckle is officiating the wedding she says dearly beloved and then there's a very long pause and then she says I wrote it down and goes to get <laughs> where she has written down the thing that she's supposed to say. That was relatable.
1: i've never related to her more than that moment right there
0: yeah benicio and caleb do not fall into your fucking categories
2: yeah uh i have this freckle is like on one right Mm -hmm. she she goes on this uh like whole rant about how like they are gay and they are men and actually maybe caleb is bisexual because he has sex with women a lot,
0: perhaps multiple. Freckle will take questions on that later.
2: Yeah, she also at one point mentions that there is a seven-year age gap
0: between them. I think Caleb is the older one.
2: Well, that's the thing. I was I assumed that these were two equal equal aged people. Mm, like, yeah. But they yeah. are not. Caleb yeah. Caleb Gallo is, or uh, Brian Jordan Alvarez, I guess, is significantly older than Antonio Marziale
0: that sounds
2: right for Uh, who is apparently who is apparently actually british (laughs) i'm looking at his wikipedia page
0: why does he sound like that why does he sound the way he does antonio explain
2: born in london uh, got a bfa at carnegie mellon so that might be why Mm. alex Strangela. uh Oh, he attended an American school.
0: No, oh, he's in Supernatural.
2: Every line on this man's Wikipedia page tells me more information. <laughs> Born in London. His father is Italian. His mother is Canadian. Attended an American school in Switzerland. Then went to the Carnegie Mellon. American Mel-
0: school in Switzerland. Oh,
2: the American school in Switzerland. Then attended Carnegie Mellon starting when he was 16 years old. He has been movie that I have never heard of. a tv show that i have never heard of the gay and wonderful life of caleb gallo supernatural altered carbon and then two t a tv show and a movie i have never heard of good for him Mm -hmm. antonio marziale real actors club
0: freckle yeah starts singing singing is for the reception you are taking attention away from the bride stop which
2: yeah is entirely appropriate for freckle
0: yes but but benicio's standing there and he's looking all sheepish with his bouquet and everybody's uncomfortable this is about the two of them
2: no everyone is into this
0: Hmm.
2: everyone is into this except benicio he
0: he is marrying to a very strange friend group benicio's the one that really matters right now yes uh, so And
1: honestly, I would argue that even
2: Benicio is into it. We get one reaction shot of him and he is smiling.
1: But is it just a polite smile or a real smile?
2: <laughs> I think it's a real smile.
0: I
1: think it's a weird, Cause, awkward smile. Because
2: Benicio and uh Freckle were friends before This is true. Benicio yeah. met Caleb.
0: This is true. At some point Freckle sits in Len's lap and insists that they are a thing, while Len insists that they are not a thing.
2: Yeah, everyone in this episode wants to be in a relationship with Lingerman McButton.
0: <laughs> you may now kiss the person in front of you.
2: Yeah, Freckles' song goes on for a little while, mm-hmm. and she gets bored and she says, okay, I'm done, starts to walk away, and then is like, oh yeah, walks back up and says, you may now kiss the person in front of you.
0: And everyone kisses the person in front of them. Caleb and Benicio,
2: all of the other people at the wedding. Yeah, it's it's delightful. It's cute.
0: And then it's time for the first dance.
2: Yeah, it's time It's time for, uh, I, I wrote it down as the after party, but I'm now realizing that it's just the reception.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what those are yeah. called. <laughs> yeah,
2: the wedding reception.
0: Weddings seem like a lot of work for what they are.
2: Weddings are a lot of work for what they
0: are. Yeah, that's just true. Just have dinner with your friends. You don't have to do all that shit. Some people See, like
1: doing it. I don't gross. know.
0: Yeah.
2: Here's the thing. The only legitimate reason to get married is to defraud the government of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So unless you are defrauding the government of the United States of America, to uh, of a greater amount of money than you are spending on your wedding, do not have a wedding.
0: Mm-hmm. Weddings are just like car chases, fun to see in movies, horrifying in real life. Simply elope.
2: I almost died in a high-speed chase once.
0: That sucks. What? I'm sorry that that happened to you. Why do you have so many car-related almost death stories? There
2: was there was like a, a a month or two of my life where I uh just like once a week for like, I don't know, six weeks, two months... Uh, almost died.
0: That sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, there was the the aforementioned high-speed chase. There was, uh, I got, almost got swarmed by, uh, bats at one point. Which I you know that that's not, like, an actual risk of death, but it sure felt like it at the time.
0: I would assume that I would die from that, yeah.
2: I bit into a mozzarella stick and there was just a piece of plastic inside of it. Oh no. Yeah, it was a weird, <laughs> a weird time in my life. But yeah, we have a a dance scene edited really smoothly Mm -hmm. into, like, it's a match cut, like Caleb dipping Benicio on the dance floor directly into Caleb, like, I guess not dipping, but like, Caleb and Benicio falling onto the bed.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Still at this party, Mm -hmm. just in another room. They didn't like leave.
0: Nope honeymoon time. I thought they had and then when Billy showed up, I was so confused. Billy is here to interrupt because Caleb didn't tell Benicio about the affair and Billy's all sad and remorseful about it and he's all really in his feelings about Karen and he's like I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know why him being mad about Karen means he needs to upset two other people.
0: Yeah, if you were gonna do this do it before the wedding, jackass.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like, well, see, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Freckle
2: didn't have time for, if anyone has any reason that these two should not be wed, speak yes. now or forever, hold your peace, mm-hmm. because they were too busy performing their musical number. Mm-hmm. So now, yes, Billy rolls in uh, incredibly drunk. He's clearly been crying. Phenomenal acting here, like, mm-hmm. quite genuinely. And ruins everything.
0: Yeah. And then Karen and Malcolm are here, and Karen slaps the shit out of Billy, even though he did the right thing.
2: I have all of these chickens, and they are all coming home to roost.
0: Exactly, because Len is here now, Benicio's very sad and upset, I forget who calls... Caleb a selfish piece of shit it, it's Billy. Billy calls Caleb a self, selfish piece of shit when she is. Benicio is upset because his wedding is ruined and he wants everyone to be normal people and just exist and you can't do that when your entire friend group is a bunch of weirdos. Yeah like this is just a uh,
2: it's such a deeply bizarre scene right like mm-hmm. so Billy tells tells Benicio that he and Caleb, at, like, you're right. Caleb sucked his dick after agreeing to be monogamous with Benicio. Mm-hmm. And, right, the, the the problem here is that Billy is, like, having a meltdown because both of the people he is in love with are now, like, with other people.
0: Yeah. Which does suck, however.
2: Yeah. So Billy explains. Karen shows up, slaps him. And there's a lot of like people yelling at Billy that he's like confused about his sexuality. Yeah. And I don't think he is. Like yeah. there's really no evidence for that. Like Billy knows what's up.
0: He's just in love like, with two people and that happens. Yeah. Except he's denying that he's in
1: love with Caleb. Unless I miss something. Did I miss something?
0: He does say, I just love Caleb.
1: He's like very clear that he's not into Caleb the way he's into Karen. Mm. He says that a lot. Mm-hmm. I
0: think he
2: is into Caleb the way he's into Karen.
0: Yeah. I would agree, but he that's not what he says.
2: Oh, maybe. I think th- okay, that's a good point.
0: Mm-hmm. I've written here, Benicio deserves better friends, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, ben Benicio wades into are the gays normal discourse, <laughs> which is just like entirely unnecessary. Yeah. Caleb like, says
0: we're not normal people, and he doesn't mean we're not normal people because we're queer. He means, we're not normal people because the individuals in this room are all bizarre. Yeah.
2: Except importantly for Malcolm the visual artist, <laughs> who is just beautiful and perfect. He's standing in the corner. He's got his jacket slightly open. Mm-hmm. He's got his hands in his pockets with like his thumbs like hooked outside of the pocket. He's his tie is like a little bit loose at this point. Mm -hmm. there's like a really like the camera's at a dutch angle what i'm saying is that i want malcolm to step on me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm happy for you
2: (laughs) lynn is here now Mm -hmm. freckle
0: shows up Mm -hmm. billy and caleb almost fight
2: yeah and then lynn i think a few more people show up Mm -hmm. and then lynn has his his big monologue
0: this is where this is where malcolm says the slur also Not Malcolm. Uh, Where Billy
2: says this. Billy
0: calls Malcolm a slur for no reason, and then Len has his big monologue
2: moment. If we get another repetition of the "I thought you were a visual artist" or (laughs) "I thought you were a model," the camera gets even more Dutch, Mm -hmm. and Freckle has been asking everyone for weed.
0: Tatiana is here. Mike Wake and the the counselors are here. One of the counselors says, "Is this like?" Like crowdfunding, and Mike Wink says, "No, I think this is just a crowd." Very good. (laughs) One of Len's main points is that Benicio knew that Caleb was a slut when they got together, and I think that that's victim blaming. You can be a slut and be monogamous.
2: I think, I think it is. It is a a like. I, I think the point that Lynn is making is like, you knew that Caleb was a slut when you got together and i think just like asking him to just suddenly do monogamy was like setting yourself up for heartbreak and probably like not a super great way to like start your relationship like Mm -hmm. it probably needs to be a more in-depth conversation Mm -hmm. but he also makes the point that like yes you benicio also have flaws and like Caleb is going to have to accept and, like, encounter those during your whole married life together. But because the show has set up Benicio as perfect and flawless, mm-hmm. he can't think of any.
1: <laughs> yeah, Benicio never betrayed anyone's trust here.
2: Nope. Ben- Benicio is literally flawless. Benicio, Benicio has no nothing flaws. wrong. He's a little bit dramatic, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But this friend group, end Indo- of <laughs> Point.
0: Len <laughs> demands that they all hug. No one has any weed. Tatiana will always be there to hug you. <laughs> Very slowly, a group hug forms. Starting with,
2: I actually wrote down the order. Amazing. So Lynn is like, uh, we all love each other. Benicio's like, that's a problematic mindset, and he's like, shut the fuck up. It's not like, oh, hippy-dippy free love. It's like we actually just, like, as, like, friends and as, like, people, like, love each other. And, Mm -hmm. like, that is important. And, like, as friends, as people who love each other, we will encounter problems and we need to deal with them as mature adults. The writing here is bad, though, is the problem. Yes. And then Lynn says, somebody come give me a hug. Mm -hmm. And no one does. And he keeps saying it until tatiana gives him a hug so it starts with lynn and then it goes to tatiana and then it goes to malcolm Mm -hmm. and then karen and then karen says get in here you stupid idiot to billy Mm -hmm. at which point benicio joins in and then caleb and then freckle and then the lesbians and then mike wake
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they all take a deep cleansing breath together
2: it is a way to end this scene (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: no one has any weed
2: no one has any weed uh freckle continues to ask people for weed
0: autumn how are you feeling um
1: just kind of like a consistent level of rage uh Mm -hmm. it started at some point halfway through this scene and it just kind of continues until this episode ends I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. So now we're back at the reception, and this is the time for singing crackle. This is the time.
2: We are now at the after party.
0: That's yes.
2: Previously, it was the reception, but Caleb's parents have left at this point. I think. Mm. And I, yeah. Now, now it's the after party.
0: Mm -hmm. Karen and Malcolm are dancing, and Billy desperately desperately wants to be in a throuple with the two of these people i think that he desperately wants to be in a throuple in general and because he's fixated on karen right now he's just like hey malcolm what's up he does do that
2: (laughs) billy is like i'm not gay and malcolm's like okay sure you don't seem gay and then billy's like oh but i would be down (laughs) to have a threesome with karen And Karen is like, fuck you. (laughs) And then immediately says, okay, no, I was too harsh. Come back. (laughs) Karen Karen just wants multiple boyfriends, and that's valid of her.
1: Yeah, but she should be honest about it. This is true. No
2: one in all of LA has a healthy conception of like non-monogamy no
1: nope. i don't even think they have a healthy conception of monogamy i don't think they know <laughs> they just know anything at this point
2: <laughs> yeah benicio yeah. has like a, a a speech benicio's the speechio
0: mm-hmm. he wants to make a speech and he can make a speech it's his wedding
2: it doesn't add anything to the show though
0: no freckle is very perturbed at because she's singing And then is like, I want the stage. And so she's very perturbed throughout his entire speech. This is when we get another meme. What does it mean? What does it all mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will admit that Freckle is experiencing withdrawal symptoms in this scene. And that is why she is so crabby and snappy. Withdrawal symptoms will knock you on your ass. That's a valid read.
2: No, Freckle is high off her ass.
0: No, nobody had any weed. No,
2: but earlier she says, I have a fistful of MDA and some crack.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, really? I don't remember that. I, believe <laughs> I also
2: yeah, don't remember this. She's, she's talking to Caleb's dad.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, she's talking to Caleb's dad, Juan, by the way. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, Why? And... Um, He's, like, recommending, like, people that Freckle should read. And Freckle says, I have, like, a fistful of cocaine and some MDMA or something like that.
0: No, she says prep. She says she has a fistful of prep. I remember this.
2: Hold on. Okay, now. Yeah! Cut, cut this out, but I'm scrubbing back. I've got to find it.
0: I remember.
1: Yeah, uh, that's it's coming back to me now, too.
2: Are the audio and the subtitles different? Hmm
0: that happened because it's right before the first dance
2: okay so freckle says prep Mm. the subtitles say crack yeah regardless freckle does then continue by saying and some mdma Mm -hmm. so freckle is high off her ass okay Okay. but also (laughs) potentially not drunk Mm. yeah the benicio's speech is bad Mm -hmm. and the show ends cousin marlin is there (laughs) dancing by himself yeah simply the best character in the show (laughs) cousin marlin uh not in the uh like he doesn't really have a lot of acting credits uh but he has like several credits as like a researcher on like documentaries stuff like that he's really uh like quite quite a list of credits on imdb just very few of them are in front of the camera And one of them is this. (laughs) Yeah, we end on freckle yelling, does anybody have any goddamn weed?
0: Mm -hmm. Everyone cheers, but presumably they don't have any weed. And that's the gay and wonderful life of Caleb Gallo? (laughs) Yes, it is. Adam, what did you think of the gay and wonderful life of Caleb Gallo? Gay and wondrous life of Caleb Gallo? You know, I will say this for it. Mm -hmm. Every
1: time I thought, I've seen it all surely this is the weirdest thing that will happen the show says bet and i am like again thrown on my ass so confused how anything is happening and how it is supposed to make sense also i feel really bad for benicio and i think he needs to run away
2: (laughs) no but see it's fine because he gave a speech (laughs)
1: Oh, is that how that
0: works? Yeah, that's that's how it works. (laughs) I didn't realize speeches were so powerful in this way. This is a web series. Speeches are the only powerful thing.
2: Speeches and shirtless dance parties are the only ways to resolve conflict.
1: I mean, in this universe, apparently. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Do we want to read the special thanks
0: yes the special thanks (laughs) i almost forgot about the special thanks special
2: thanks to kin for letting us use his place freckle for letting us use her place steph and graham for letting us use her place justin burns for keeping the faith those hippies at the hot springs for teaching us that sometimes you can't shoot somewhere and you have to fake a hot spring scene but it can actually turn out great (laughs) the camera and sound boys for hiking into that hot spring Danielle for pacifying those hippies, and I can't read the rest of them because the scene is blocked by a recommendation for another Brian David Alvarez video, Mm -hmm. and I have tried but cannot turn off the annotations.
0: My boyfriend for listening, my agents, managers, and current and past something uh, for (laughs) seeing this, this show for what it really is and believing in it joe and scott for amazing sound beautiful we should have a special thanks uh
2: special thanks to copper
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> for his many many cameos uh. special thanks to z for recommending we do this show special
2: yeah special thanks to me for being like hey autumn
0: what if we just
2: <laughs> made you have a very bad time for like five hours
1: Yeah, Z, I guess, just hates me for some reason. Doesn't want me to experience (laughs) joy um, or peace. So they were there
0: when we made you watch Glee, and so this is the Carmen had to continue. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Special thanks to all the plants that I like had to keep moving off of my desk (laughs) and like rearranging in order to like actually record Mm -hmm. because the asparagus fern that i've had for like three years at this point and somehow managed to keep alive is like too long to fit on my desk in like any two directions Mm
0: -hmm. uh
2: special thanks to taco bell
0: (laughs) you can find the show at but is it underscore gay on twitter we are okay but is it gay on tiktok autumn you're on the internet uh on
1: twitter at autumnal underscore season
0: Hell yeah, Z. You're also on the internet.
2: Yes, I'm on Twitter at futons in bulk. Uh, I also do the tweets for Passages North. Yeah, that's that's pretty fun.
0: <laughs> everyone go read some Passages North stories. They're good. They are on the internet sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, everyone go watch like other stuff that uh, has been uploaded to the Brian Jordan Alvarez. YouTube channel yeah they've I think I've recommended this but a month ago they released a spy movie which was like written directed uh and starring Stephanie Koenig who plays Karen in this video mm-hmm. the the guy who plays Mike Wake is in it Michael mm-hmm. Strassner
0: he has better facial hair
2: it's good it's like it's fun like uh, go watch it go watch the other stuff that Brian Jordan Alvarez is. done he was in Will and Grace the reboot
0: he seems like the kind of guy who would be on Will and Grace.
2: Yeah, he, I think he played Jack's, like, young lover.
0: Mm. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. We will see you in season three. All three of the people on this call right now will be on season three in some capacity. Until then, stay gay.
1: Stay gay. <laughs> stay gay. You know,
2: you can cut mine out for the, the inflections.